Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. Flow. Part of being happy, finding happiness in our lives, means that one, we have to understand who we are, our nature, our interests, our passions, and then work in the direction of having these be a greater part of our lives. For example, I love nature. I love being outside. But my work as a psychologist normally occurs inside. So what I do is, when I get up in the morning, I go for a walk, and then on my way to work, I stop along the beach and go for a longer walk. And then when I get to work and I see clients, when I have breaks, you'll often find me going for a walk or just being outside enjoying nature. This is part of my flow. I do well and life flows well for me when I'm in nature, when I'm outside, either walking in a neighborhood, out by a park, or because I live by the ocean, walking along the beach. This helps me flow with life. But unfortunately, what I see so many people do is they don't flow with life. They fight life, and life is hard. They may be working towards some goal of success, academic or professional, and because they're working so hard towards this goal, they put aside their flowing, their natural love and passions of life in order to reach this goal. Or they get caught up into some addiction, alcohol, drugs, relationship, and instead of doing things that are good for themselves, they put their energy into this addiction. And I think what we're going to find in both these situations that we suffer because we're not flowing with life. We're not keeping our lives simple and doing the things that fill us up. Imagine for a moment that we're a beautiful flower and as long as we get the proper sunshine and the right amount of healthy, good, clean water, we do very well. But when we're put in dark places or when we're deprived of water or given water that's contaminated, we don't thrive anymore. We're like that, even on a physiological level. I remember once reading a study about children who were put in front of a fridge and they could eat whatever they wanted. And they tended to eat very well. And the study even found that when they were low on potassium, they would eat a lot of bananas or things like that. The children knew what to eat and they ate well. The only thing that couldn't be there was there couldn't be any sugar. If there was sugar in the fridge, the children didn't listen to their bodies and eat a well-balanced meal. Our lives, in regards to happiness, are very much like that. As long as we have time, one, to figure out what are our basic needs, what fills us up so that we're happy, so that our flower is being well-watered and well-sunshined, and then we make sure that we get these things, that we get them well, because we know what we need. And we know what we need when we keep our lives simple. Happiness is really a very simple way to approaching life. When it's stock full of activities, of TV, of things that distract us from our internal selves, like drugs, alcohol, workaholism, 
busyism. We don't know what we need. So the first step towards flow, flowing with life, is to really simplify our lives. We have to slow down and say, what do I need? And by having moments of stillness, we often come to what we need. And these needs may change. For example, in my own life in regards to my work, for many years I would work three long days and then take four days off in a row. But the days were very long. And as I got older, I discovered it was time for me to change that schedule and stop working long days and instead work five normal days. And now as I continue to get older, what I've learned is I do much better when my activities and day is done during the day and that I retire early and don't work too late in the evenings. I do better. So now I'm in the process of slowing down my practice and not working as late. But I came to these discoveries by checking in, by having time to see how I was doing. And if we don't have these times to check in and know how we're doing, we don't know what we need. And what we really need to work towards is what's our flow right now in our lives when our lives aren't too replete, too full with activities. What do we need to make our day, our moments go well? It's going to be very simple. Happiness has a flow to it, a flow that relates to who we are. For example, if someone is very passionate about the arts, but they're working in the medical field, then they need to work on ways to make their work more artistic or even work towards changing into a different field. I think doing something for the sake of money or for the results we get making people proud of us, but we're not happy with what we do, creates dissonance, creates suffering, and ultimately creates unhappiness. We're not going to change this overnight, but with flow, we're working towards saying, what naturally, right now, is good for me, fills me up, and puts a smile on my face. And then work towards doing those things, those things which keep a smile on our face. For example, having an affair may feel good at the time, but all the pain and suffering it's going to cause isn't, in the long run, going to keep that smile on our face. But coming home, spending time with the people that we love, letting them know how much we love them, and really making time for these relationships that are important to us is going to have a flow to it. It's going to go well. I don't know if you ever read the book Walden by Henry David Thoreau, but his book Walden is based on his own life story. What happened was he decided to live two years by a lake or a pond called Walden, and he was just going to do the right amount of work that met his basic needs, like food and shelter, but nothing beyond that, nothing that was pretentious, nothing to impress people, just to have time to support his basic needs for himself. And what he found was he needed about two hours a day to really support himself. He went for walks around the pond and in the woods nearby. He had people visit. 
He got to spend a lot of time reading, and it was a very moving, a very helpful time for him. Of course, we may not be able to overnight create a Walden experience for us, but we need to be moving in that direction. Flow's going to have nature in it. It's just going to have lots and lots of nature, because nature is simple, nature is beautiful, and nature is rejuvenating. It fills us up. After we're in it, we feel better. When we go on vacation, if it's a relaxing, natural vacation, like my family and I like to go on pretty often, we come back from these vacations refreshed, rejuvenated, ready to continue our life of work and serving others. But life goes best when we flow with it. Again, even in the process of helping and caring for others, if we like, for example, building, we really like working with our hands, then we should do something like spend some of our free time working for Habitat for Humanity where they build homes for people. That fits our personality. If we really hated, say, working with money, we probably shouldn't volunteer for our local organization to be the bookkeeper. A lot of life is working towards flow, and flow is simple in the way that it's not simplistic, but there isn't much complications to it. We do things every day that are good for us and things that don't require a lot of strain or anxiety. Again, it's good for us to exercise. It's a healthy thing to do. It helps keeps us happy. But if, for example, we hate going to the gym, but we love going on hikes, then go for hikes. Or if we really love riding a bike, but we don't like swimming, then let's make sure we ride our bikes. It's really listening to ourselves and saying, hey, what works for me? What is just naturally something good for my soul? If we love gardening, then we have to make time to garden, and that should be a big part of our lives. If we love being in nature and love animals, then we should be involved with animals and in nature. It's just finding first what fills us up, what when we do it adds to it, doesn't take away from us, and secondly, what do we love to do? Because the things we love to do will fill us up. And an easy way to determine this is to say, after I do this activity, do I feel better or do I feel worse? Now there's going to be exceptions to this, but they're going to make sense. Think of the candy analogy. If a kid has been given candy when they're put in front of the fridge and all the candy is taken away, initially they're going to be upset by that. But once they get used to not having the candy, they'll adjust and figure out what's good for them. So we have to figure out what is that candy in our life that's causing us suffering. It could be coming home to a couple glasses of wine and unwinding by watching mindless shows. I think that's going to catch lots of people. It could be needing coffee every morning to get the day started. What we're moving towards is a natural flow. What works best for us right now that we don't have to fight? If we're not a morning person, then we need to move in the direction of making our lives less dictated on the center of being a morning person. Or if we're not an evening person, like myself, our days need to be winding down earlier. And again, we have to first figure out 
what works for me when I'm taking care of myself, what's a good rhythm for me, and then work in the direction towards making this happen. Now, the hard part about this is, is it can seem overwhelming at first. So here's a 5% rule that can be helpful. Just make a 5% improvement every day, every week, every month. And with time, that 5% becomes a 100% change. If we want to do something super fast, we often quit and don't do it anymore. But if we move in the direction saying, hey, I'm going to go to bed a little bit earlier every night, maybe even 10, 15 minutes. And that way, when I get up in the morning, I'll wake up a little bit more refreshed, just as an example. Or I'm not used to coming home and walking. So instead of having those two glasses of wine, maybe on the weekends, I'll walk a little bit more and work towards also just walking around the neighborhood a block or two, then coming back before I go back to my normal activities. But over time, we can move in the direction of doing really great self-care and flowing with life. We flow with life and we'll find happiness. This is a simple approach to life because often the things that are good for us are very simple. Like my walking, I love to walk outside. So every day I walk and spend time in nature. Now what this does is it does require us to say no to things. Part of flowing with life is, as I started off earlier saying, a simple life. A simple life in that it's not cluttered with activity. So what I've done in my own life is I say no to things all the time. I mean, I am regularly getting invited to do things, give talks, visit, be part of the media. And I say no to them often. Probably for every 10 things I get, I may say yes to one or two of them because I've learned in order for my life to flow well, I need time for that. And often the excuse I give, and you can give this, is I'm just busy. The busyness may be I'm going for a walk along the beach. The busyness may be I'm spending time on the weekend with my family. The busyness may be that I meditate an hour every morning and half an hour to an hour every night. But they accept that. And I stay with my flow. Flowing is really good for us. But we have to listen to our bodies, listen to our souls, and flow with life. Then life goes well. And we really can find the happiness that we seek. Thank you for joining me on this week's Happiness Podcast. If you'd like to learn a lot more about the world of happiness or listen to earlier episodes, please go to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. Until next time, accept what is, love what is. I love helping people improve their lives. I really deeply believe that all of us can have beautiful lives if we work at it. But it is work. And that's why I create this podcast, to help people improve their lives. But the other thing I do, which you may not know, is that I love speaking in person to people. I do this two ways. One is through my private practice, but the other way is through being hired by companies to come in, spend a half day or a day, giving a three-hour workshop, helping the employees improve. And when their lives improve, they're better employees, and the overall culture of the company is enhanced too. 
Because even if we are successful working for a company and we're getting paid well and everything seems to be okay, if we're not happy or if the culture of the company isn't positive, it's going to wear on everyone, including the employees. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that there are very specific things that we can do to improve that. And that's what I love doing is helping people improve their lives. So perhaps if you have a company or if you work for a company and you're interested in bringing me in, then perhaps just consider bringing me in and let's work together to improve the overall culture of the company so that everyone can be there with a smile. If you're interested in learning more about this, just go to www.successbeyondyourimagination.com. That's successbeyondyourimagination.com. Peace.